Hello and welcome to the video. This is going to be a bit of a departure from the usual videos I do. In fact, it's going to be a big departure from the videos I usually do. My goal generally when I come on to do a video onto the channel here is to educate, to inform, to try and help you, our subscribers, our viewers, better understand investing as a whole. This video itself is going to be mostly just a, sort of a freestyle thing. I've got a few bullet points I want to talk about to make sure I don't miss anything. But uh, there's nothing really prepared. There's no stocks to buy. There's no analytics, uh, the types of things I normally do. But here's why I want to do this. It's been about a year, just over a year, since I joined Brandon's channel here and started to to share uh, with with everybody there and to interact and get feedback. And, and I just wanted to reflect back on uh, that year's experience and, and share some of the things that I've learned and most importantly, things that I think are important uh, for, for everybody, for the whole community to understand. Just as a little bit of background for those who aren't familiar with, with our channel, uh, or even for those who are, a little bit of history. Uh, I was an investment advisor. I was a portfolio manager for just over 25 years, about 27 years all, all told. And a number of years ago, I'm going to think probably around seven-ish or so, Brandon, who is the founder of this channel, uh, my son, asked if he could possibly come and work with me. He had taken an interest in the business. And um, I was quite surprised that, that he wanted to do that. But uh, you know, to make a long story short, he decided that he would. And he went and got his licensing and came into my office. And we worked together. Uh, and it was really awesome. And the potential at the time was that he would one day work his way into my chair essentially and take over the business and start working directly with the clients that I had worked with for you know a couple of decades in, in some cases. What became evident pretty quickly is you know Brandon was 20 at the time that he became licensed and started working with me and I was I guess in my early 50s at the time. What became very very evident to me was this gap between a younger person and an older person and from a technical perspective from the actual learning about investing, learning about things like portfolio management, etc., Brandon spooled up really quickly. His learning curve was steep and he didn't really apply himself. But there was, a, there was a huge generational difference. And one of the first things that Brandon said to me or very shortly after he started was, why don't you, but why don't we, but why don't we start a YouTube channel so we can educate so many more people than I could, literally sitting in my office, dealing with one person at a time or, or with a couple at a time. And I didn't have a huge number of clients that I worked with. And he saw, he was quite surprised at what sort of went on in a behind the scenes meeting. And he saw a potential to take that knowledge and essentially share it with so many more people. And uh, I'll admit, I really, at first, I just dismissed the idea for lots of different reasons, but I didn't see the potential of a YouTube channel and, and the reach that it had. Now, obviously I had used YouTube, but I'd never really connected it with doing what I did. So within uh, a year or so, Brandon decided that he was going to start migrating and, and, and start a YouTube channel and see if he could gain some traction. And even at that point, share his, what he had learned with the younger generation. So. While he was working with me, we started cutting back on his hours there and he started applying himself on the YouTube channel. And very early on, I saw what he was creating 
and I saw the potential uh, for this platform and it kind of blew me away. And for a couple of years, he just kept migrating and building until the point where he totally was extracted from, from the office. And uh, that, well, I don't know how to explain that, but it was a loss for me because I really thought that maybe one day he would be able to work directly with my clients. But at the same time, uh, as I've told him at the start and others, it was never an expectation that he would do that. The, the, um, the, the, I don't even know if it was a hope, it was a possibility. So when he extracted himself out of that business, I started, of course, following him more and more. I, I did a couple of small videos with him and you know the, the concept of being in front of a camera and speaking to thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people uh, was so foreign to me that uh, never really saw the potential. So COVID came along and really changed a lot of things. It changed so much of what I loved about my work uh, the the face to face with clients and and the relationships and everything else and and a whole bunch of different things uh, sort of came together all at once and uh, the the end result was that in February of 2021 so about a year ago I decided I was going to retire and I was going to move on and at that point Brandon and I started talking about the possibility of me not only contributing more videos to his channel or you know sort of joint videos but to actually create my own videos and create my own content. Um, and that's where we find ourselves today. The point or the, the purpose of this video today is to share uh, my experience uh, over this past year and a little bit and some good things I've learned about being on YouTube and some negative things that I've seen uh, during this experience. And my goal, I hope, is that by sharing some of these with you, you can make better use or proper or you know, uh, effective use of what you do learn and see or are exposed to when you, um, when you visit a channel like ours. So let me start with the first and the most important thing that I feel uh, when you visit a channel like this. And that is that when you visit our channel or any other financially related channel for that matter, it has to be about you. And that sounds maybe obvious, but in my last 12 months or so, just looking at other uh, content out there, there is some amazing content. And I, and I think I speak with some authority because having done what, I've, what I did for 25 plus years, I, I can see good advice. I recognize uh, good advice when I see it. And... I'm not saying that, uh, not at all saying that uh, there aren't a lot of good uh, content providers out there. The most important thing, and you'll see this, you'll know, you should know, I hope, when you look at various channels, um, this has to be about you. When I was working as an advisor, not only did I have a fiduciary duty to put my client's interest uh, above myself, but you just have a moral obligation to do that as well. And when you look at what you're seeing on the, on the uh, various YouTube channels today, I'm hoping that each and each and every one of you will do your critical thinking, I guess I would say, and, and assess, is this person speaking into the camera like I am right now, do they have my best interests at heart? Are they legitimately trying to educate me, to entertain me in some cases, to help me? Or are they doing this for their own reasons? And 
it can be a win-win, and we're going to talk about that in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but the most important thing is when you look at things like facts and the knowledge that someone can bring to the channel, uh, I do believe, and I get it, I'm speaking with some bias here, that experience matters, education matters, the level of expertise all matters, and there's a lot of that out there. A problem, I would say, is it gets very confusing to the average viewer because there is so much information. It's not like there's, uh, well, I'll just leave it at that. There's just so much information. So how do you distill that uh, down into what's usable for you? Um, another another aspect of the this sort of field is also, not only is there the job of dis discerning what is good information versus bad information, but also um, how do you take those million little pieces of the puzzle and put it into something that's usable for you? and when I started this channel, one of the things I had to learn is video editing. I, I had to learn how to you know, take what I'm doing right now and chop that up and put it into a video that flows with you know, overlays and charts and graphs and all those types of things. And it, is, it can be quite a, a learning curve. Thankfully, the, the software available today is much better than it was you know, all those years ago when I started in the business. Um, but what I started doing, obviously, like everybody else, is going through and just picking video and video and looking, uh, you know, subscribing to some channels. Um, but I, I quickly learned that uh, a whole bunch of information, all different or all, all sort of spread out, um, is information, but it can be really hard to, um, to focus, I guess you would say. So a, a tip I would have or a suggestion I would have if you are a if you're serious, if you're on here to learn how to invest, is do your homework on people, channels like ours and then try and narrow it down. Um, pick and choose those who you're going to follow rather than going down a rabbit hole like we all do uh, when we're researching things. And I'm not saying pick our channel. I mean, obviously, we love uh, when people choose to follow us. We think that uh, you know we're offering value and, and, of course, we like to see uh, people subscribe to our channel and follow our channel. Uh, but... But whether it's our channel or someone else's channel or our, you know, other channel, maybe pick two or three or four and try and stay focused on those so that your brain doesn't explode um, going around and, and just uh, trying to, like I say, gathering up a whole bunch of pieces of the puzzle, but not getting to the point where you're actually going to be able to put it together. Now, with the good advice, and, and just a, a quick point here, I was thinking about this before I shot, shot the video um, should I talk about you know what I think are the good channels and what I think are the bad channels? And the answer to that is I'm not going to. A uh, couple of reasons. First of all, that's for you to decide. Uh, I, mean, I guess I could sort of provide some guidance, but uh, I, I don't spend a lot of time watching other channels. I can usually tell by watching a video or two if the person knows what they're talking about or not. So I, I really don't feel uh, qualified at this point to go through and say, I have seen 30 of this person's videos they're good stuff or bad. Um, some bad ones you can spot right away, but the good ones, um, I just don't feel like I want to, you know, fo uh, single out uh, any of those creators right now. So uh, we'll just leave it at that. But there's good, and there are a lot of, I'm just going to say bad. There's a lot of bad advice out there. How do you spot that? It can be challenging if you don't know the answers to what's showing up in front of you uh, on your screen. I guess for someone like me who's seen good and bad over the years, it's pretty easy to spot. But if, if you don't know what it is, sometimes you have to go with your gut 
um, I would look for things like um, if there is a ton of hype, and I think we've all seen over the last year roughly, um, money made and money lost, um, if there's a lot of hype and too much over-the-top uh, promotion of something, then uh, that's something that you might want to, well, it's a red flag. It doesn't mean, well, yeah, I'm just going to say it's a red flag because you we want information, you want education, you want good solid information, but you don't want a whole bunch of just flashy hype. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. And I realize in this, in this arena that we play in here, obviously it's important um, to have viewership, just like a TV channel or a radio station. You won't survive if you don't have people watching your videos. And so it's, you can get a lot more views um, by hyping things up, by being more entertaining than I typically am. I accept that. Um, and that's one of the things that Brandon and I spoke about when he launched his channel uh, three or four years ago is he was, you know, he learned by watching other YouTubers. And, and he, I remember us having a discussion about, Dad, what types of videos should I put up? And we had long discussions, but my the, the core, the crux of my advice to him was build something that you can be proud of. And at the end of the day, whether you make it in YouTube, because he had a job to come back to if he if YouTube didn't pan out, but be, build something that is informative, it's truth, and that you can be proud of. And, and uh, I was proud of him, and I am proud of him, that when he started, despite the fact that everybody around him, uh, I'm sorry, a lot of people around him were using more, um, just more hyped up videos to, to get viewership. And he, you know, he, he, when he started, he was, there were some peers around him and he would see those peers getting more views or more subscribers than he was. And, but I just kept saying, go back to that, go back to doing something that's good. And at the end of the day, that will prevail. And for an older guy, easier, maybe more patient. Uh, and I didn't have my livelihood on it. You know, he was more focused on building up a, a business this way. Um, and he did that. So that's good. So if you see something that's just, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, probably good advice that your mother probably gave you all those years ago. There are a lot of YouTubers in our space who I know they kind of make stuff up as they go along. And you may not be able to spot that. So it's a little bit tough. But look for depth. Difficult. To, to sort of say that, but it, it um, look for something more than, I guess, just reading price to earnings ratios or reading, you know, just, just the, the data itself. That's really important. When you're on this channel, we often review companies because that's kind of, that we bring that to you. Here's a company and here's what you need to know about it. But hopefully um, what we are able to offer is not just reading the latest numbers that came out, but get, giving some some um, perspective or giving some context as to why these numbers are important. And that's what I would urge you to look for as well. Uh, in other words, look for some depth in the analysis, facts and analysis. Um, easier said than done, but um, that's one thing that I would say for your purposes, you could use to to differentiate between a strong channel that will really help you and another channel that you might, well, in the worst case scenario, you're not gonna learn, but it, sorry, in, in a one case, you're not gonna learn, but in the worst case scenario, you're going to um, hurt yourself by following um, some some advice that just doesn't, uh, doesn't hold water. Really, really importantly, and this kind of shocked me, I must say, when I started uh, working with Brandon here on the channel is, don't ever 
just follow a YouTuber, uh, a financial YouTuber. And, and you know, the, the, the term that just irks me so much is, a, you know, the financial gurus. And maybe there are people who call them financial gurus themselves. I'm not sure. Um, we're not gurus. We are educated and informed in what we do. But I would say if someone says they're a guru, that's a pretty red flag. Regardless, don't ever just follow anybody, including us. And we will say, here's companies that we like, or here's companies that you may want to consider, and here's the, the, the backbone, here's the nuts and the bolts of what that company does. But that certainly isn't a recommendation just to go out and blindly buy that stock or buy that ETF. And there's a lot of logic behind that because we don't know who you are. And, you know, when I was working in the, in the business, we had an obligation, an advisor, a professional uh, portfolio manager has an obligation to know their client, to know their circumstances, to know what their debts are, their, their, their assets are, their cash flow is. And without knowing that information, we nobody can give you blanket advice. And the analogy that I've always drawn is kind of like if you go into a doctor and you say to the doctor, you know, uh, you know, I've got a, a, a backache and the doctor just says, here, take this pill because it fixes backs. Without the doctor knowing the rest of your situation, they're um, negligent by just administering some advice or a solution. And we're the same here. If we just say everybody should buy company X, that's that's wrong. Um, so please, if you are a follower of our channel, we appreciate the fact that people place trust in what we do. Uh, without that trust, you know, we probably wouldn't have much of a channel. Uh, we do appreciate that, but that doesn't mean that you just go out and buy whatever shows up on your screen um, because that's uh, that's just it's wrong, and you can end up hurting yourself. Uh, and so, just please don't do it. When you think about it, um, if you, we, we have to do what's in your best interest. You have to assess in your best interests. And um, if, uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Just do your own due diligence. I don't know how many times we can say that. And I realize that some people are just going to go out and buy what they see. Anyway, please just don't be one of those people uh, because the, the purpose of this channel is to educate you, to inform you so that you can take some ideas that we're going to share with you, but ultimately go out and see, does that make sense for you? And uh, you can do your own your own purchases, make your own you know manage your own portfolios that way. It's just like you know maybe a blue shirt is really nice, but if I need a red shirt, it's not going to fit. And it's the same kind of idea there. I do want to take just a moment as well and talk about this concept of uh, sponsorships and advertising on uh, YouTube channels. And I've seen I've seen uh, some I've seen quite a gamut. Of, of what is done. And uh, let me just say a, a few points. First of all, I, I remember when, um, when, a, when a channel starts accepting sponsorships or accepting, well, I guess I'll just say sponsorships, that's kind of what we call it. There is the tendency for a lot of viewers to, to say you've sold out. You know, you used to just give us good information and now you're accepting uh, a payment from someone to, to talk about them. So you're, you're selling out. Maybe yes and maybe no, and let me explain that. First of all, as it turns out, much to my sort of surprise, ironically, um, having a YouTube channel is a business. And I think of I think of Brandon. For those of you who follow and know Brandon, this is his livelihood, and he went from a, a, a 
job that paid reasonably well with a lot of potential, uh, gave that up to go out and, and uh, start a new venture and provide for his family. And, and this is what that is. So YouTube is really a business and um, advertising is normal. I mean, it'd be great, I guess, if, if it wasn't, but it is. So whether you're you know, newspaper, whether you're radio, whether you're television, whether you're a YouTube channel, um, advertising is just the norm. That's how businesses grow. That's how businesses expand. And that's how TV stations generate revenue so that they can continue um, to provide the information. And I think of, you know, uh, there's, uh, for whatever, whatever stations I watch lately, there's been a ton of Coca-Cola ads. Maybe it's a time of year, I'm not sure. Uh, but there's a lot of Coca-Cola ads running. And you think of a company like Coke, there's like 2 billion servings of Coke sold every day, roughly. You could argue, why do they have to advertise? Well, you know, if you're not standing, if you're even if you're on the right track, if you're not standing, how does that go? Even if you're on the right track, if you're standing still, you're gonna get run over. And so even a successful company like Coca-Cola always continues to promote myself, uh, to promote themselves. And how they do that typically is through print, ad, print ads, through um, the, typically television stations, television advertising. And that's the model that we live under. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, there, I will draw a difference. I will draw a distinction. And I'm, I've never seen this directly, but I've heard criticism of... Um, creators like us who will um, tout or hype a particular stock, a particular company um, that is paying them to do that. And it reminds me of the old days down on Howe Street in Vancouver at the, with the Vancouver Stock Exchange, uh, where there was, a, you know, sort of the old pump and dump schemes. And and um, I'm, I'm not aware personally of any, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a channel that does that. I've heard I've never seen it. Certainly on this channel, we're never going to accept money from someone that says, you go out and, and pump up our stock and and pay us, and we'll go out and pretend like it's something that our, our, our viewers should be watching. Um, we just simply won't do that. That's different from accepting sponsorship funds from a company who is advertising. And I hope that you can see the distinction, not a stock, but someone who is in the business, an entity that works in the business, that is um, trying to gain exposure. And where are they going to go to gain exposure? Well, they're going to go to channels like ours who have viewers, because that's that's what advertising is, is all about. And a company that we are associated with, a company that, that likes um, the viewers that we, uh, you know, our audience is a company passive. And I, I'm going to I'm going to give a little uh, shout out a little advertisement here um, to passive and this is um, you call it what you will integrated uh, an ad uh, the reality is that if there's an entity if there's a service if there's a platform that we think can bring value to people we will say yes um, we will talk about you on our channel and for those of you who aren't familiar passive is a uh, I'll tell you what I like most about passive is you can link your portfolio to Passive and they don't cover every single platform out there, but they cover a lot of different institutions where you would have your account. And the most powerful feature that I like about them is that they will, uh, you can take your portfolio and you set your targets as to what uh, what you want. You know, for example, I want 5% in company A and 7% in company B. And I'm going to, I'm going to put some, some overlays on the screen here uh, just to, to show you what I'm talking about. 
at the end of the day, they will do all the math for you and, and help you manage your portfolio, tell you if you're overweighted in one place or underweighted in another. And ultimately, at the end of the day, they will uh, they will do the math and you can place your trades um, through their platform. So I think that's valuable. In fact, I know that's valuable for certain people, not for everybody. My point is that we feel, and I hope you feel, that if we say to you, have a look at Passive, you know, go in and, and check it out. And if it's something that works for you, uh, you know, give it a try and great. And if it's not, well, you move on. And the reality is, of course, in, in most most times you see a sponsorship ad or a reference like that, most people aren't going to go and just all of a sudden start doing that. There has to be something that's connected to you. So I, I guess I'll kind of summarize my thoughts. And if you feel uh, that the creator is shoving something down your throat just because it's good for them, but not for you, yeah, that's a red flag. I would go so far as to say if a creator is accepting money to promote something like another, like a stock in particular, yeah, I think that's, I wouldn't do that. I know in, when I was a professional in the business, you couldn't do that. So maybe that's just my, my history there, my upbringing that I would say there's probably something wrong with that. But just from a, you know, just keep in mind that, that we, uh, the creators in the YouTube community, those who have dedicated themselves to building a channel, uh, this is their source of income. So I don't begrudge anybody for, for running a 30 second ad or you know having a, a shout out to a product or a service in their ad. Um, I, I am curious because you know we're always listening, but I'm curious as to what um, our viewers think about that, what you think about that. Um, is there a fine line? Is there a line? Um, I know where I stand on it, but uh, if, if you feel so inclined, um, yeah, feel free to leave a comment on that. I'd, I'd like to hear that. Um, this last year has been a very interesting journey for me. I have learned so much. And my hope is that we have taught those of you who are interested in learning um, a ton as, as well. Um, I've learned the good and I've learned the bad. At the end of the day, if you're watching this type of a video to learn for yourself, to manage, to help you manage your own, por your own portfolio, your own investments, uh, to each their own, I would say. Um, the end of the day, make sure that you use your, I, I used the term earlier, critical thinking, use your brain. Don't be a lemming because we all know that that doesn't typically end well for any of them. So um, yeah, we just hope that we're providing you with, with a fuel for your fire and you can go out there and, and use that um, in whatever way works best for you. Be entertained. I know this type of a video isn't exactly what you would call entertaining. Uh, and I was really not sure exactly I've just been thinking about doing something like this over the last little while, which is uh, more broad or more generic than uh, specifically how to invest. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll put it up and uh, see what you guys think about it. Uh, so use YouTube for your advantage, to your advantage, because that's ultimately you know, why you're tuning in. And we do thank every one of you who have subscribed to our channel. Uh, those of you who tune in regularly, and watch our videos, learn from us, um, and take the time to leave a comment. Um, we're so gracious for that. We really appreciate appreciate that. Um, we have, I'm sure many of you know, our investing academy, and that will be in the first link below. We always, you know, here's a little bit of promotion as well. We always uh, mention that, and we do believe that we have put together a platform that it can be beneficial to so so many Canadians to fill that gap of financial knowledge that people just don't learn throughout their normal life. So as always, I would invite you to check that out there. And um, 
as always, I thank you so much for watching the video. I look forward to doing many more of these in the coming year, and uh, we'll see you in the next video.